This is KLBPLP Long Beach 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Hey, hey, let's enter into the Joy Zone with these Indie Creators. Follow. exciting man it's good good to see you brian oh man it's great to see you guys what a treat wisdom and joy and and artistic (laughs) insight i know brian's been participating in this extraordinary leadership workshop and pretty much anything that has to do with being better in these unusual circumstances has a lot to do with probably what he's up to right now and i think it'd be fun to if he wants to like give us some insight into into what this leadership program is that you're involved in that you've been involved in for I guess several weeks or a long time or yeah so it's it's called hardcore leadership it's out of San Diego and yeah my partner did it about a year ago and then I saw some shifts that he was making in his life and then um, I had some free time so I decided that you know why not explore it so last summer was my graduation and now in uh, February, I went into um, coaching. So I'm one of the trainers, one of the coaches. So it's a group of about 80 people. It's called Hardcore Leadership in San Diego. It's about 80. Oh my God, that's, a, that's enormous. That's an enormous Huge. group. Yeah, yeah. And this one's the biggest one so far. And usually like Charlie's was about 40 and then my 
the team that I went through the first time was about 60, 70. And then you get each group, it's broken into about six to eight teams through different parts of the process. And each group gets their own coach. So I'm one of those coaches for the, for the team and one of the staff for the, um, for the big team. And then the trainers, there's three, four primary trainers and they're world renowned. They're extraordinary at what they do. It's all around breakthrough. It's all around leadership. It's all around how you're showing up, being responsible in your life. Um, it's it's the, one of the main uh, talking points is be, do, have, as opposed to um, if I do Hold this. Break that down, baby. Be, yeah. do, do, have. Do, do, have. <laughs> so be, do, have is, a, is an idea where if I feel like something's missing in the world, like right now in the world, we're missing, you know, from my perspective, we're missing uh, connection, we're missing trust, we're mo- missing, we're touch. missing, <laughs> touch, yeah, and, and, and we're missing generosity, <laughs> right? So these are ways of being um, that I feel like are missing. And so in order for me to generate that, the only thing I can do to control that is to be that myself. So if I am that which is missing in the world, then I get to create it and then I get to have it, right? So be what is missing, be what you, be who you know you are to be authentic, responsible, courageous, loving, generous. And then you get to take committed action. So if I'm committed to being, creating connection in the world or or, or generosity in the world, then I take committed action, I'm gonna be this, trust that the mechanism is going to come into play the mechanism i don't know what that's going to be no idea i trust that if i'm being this and it's going to present itself and then if i'm open i say yes to it take committed action on that mechanism and then i have generosity in the world hey if i had a little bell i'd be ringing it right now baby i have one here wait let me get it wait let's get the bell (laughs) i felt the I felt the rising vibe right there. That was so doing that just takes so much pressure off. And, and right? you know, our ego gets to be out of the way so that we can be responsible. And then once we are responsible, we have so much control. And that's because so, people so don't want to be responsible. So how responsible how's that feeling and manifesting in a room with like 80 like we just got three energies here like i can feel bubbling <laughs> up on my arms and stuff i mean what's how how's that feel in a room with 80 people on it like vibing out like that well you know you know we we in in los angeles and in the entertainment industry you know we run with a, a similar pack of wolves right we run with a similar uh group of elephants whatever you want your tribe to be called so what this <laughs> is what this is this experience has shown me is um, you know, and I teach don't judge and I, you know, I, I practice that. But then when I went through this the first time, I recognized how much I actually do judge other people. I just don't have to be witness to all these walks of life and different <laughs> points of view. So I'm thrown in these people from all over the world with all these different perspectives. And suddenly I'm assessing them and I'm judging them because they're either small minded or, and that's a reflection on me. That's feedback from me. So mm-hmm. Just in, in learning, you know, patience with people and and really listening and meeting them where they are. Um, 80 people, man, and 
and being part of the staff and watching the transformation, watching them go through vision and breakthrough and, and these amazing experiences. Oh man, it's 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 a, a lesson in, in generosity, a lesson in 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 trust and being source. Oh, I was gonna say it was be do what was have. the last one? Have. Ha oh have. Yeah. So I was I was saying act, like, but <laughs> you know I love it. The do is the action. People, a lot of people live by the way of, okay, if I have this, then I'll be happy. If I have right. this, then I'll be respected. So if I'm wanting respect, if I'm wanting to be happy, and if I'm wanting to feel joy, then if I have this car, then that'll happen. If I have this, then that'll happen. As opposed to what's missing in my life is respect, is joy. So I get to honor myself. I get to be in responsibility. I get to be those things that are missing. And then suddenly, mechanisms present, and you got your car. <laughs> Bro, brother, you are an indie creator in the joy zone, man. Uh, I love you guys so much, and I feel like I've been disconnected. But that joy zone, what's, what's cool is that you got the, you're creating, like, like the show's indie creators in the joy zone, and, and we're trying to point out, like, if the community was normal, like, where is the joy? Where are the zones where we go to, to fill up? with exactly the same vibe that you're describing right now. So you're, you're basically manifesting a joy zone within the context of the group. It's like a huge, like, like a paradigm shift in within a certain community. That's really powerful, Brion. That's, mm -hmm. that's really, uh, that's really good work, man. Excited for that. And if the, the part of judgment, cause obviously being, that means embodying. Um, so, you know, I hear people all the time tell me, I want so-and-so to respect me, but if you don't respect yourself, it's hard to get other people to, to show you that because you have to embody. Um, can you share a little bit, even with the aspect of connectivity, what some of your realizations were? As well, how do they get them to be? How do, they get you, how, do, how do you guys get a group to be? Like, that's how do you get a group to be? Well, you know, I can't go into a, any, a, a lot of the details around the the practices and things like that, just because it, it would it would give yeah yeah I would be outside of my agreement. proprietary yeah um, yeah a little teaser a little teaser yeah or it, just it, what you realized in the process you know what, giving yeah, it away. I can share my experience um, it's it's around um, it's around the the idea of responsibility it's around the the idea that. It, and it, it's, you know, we're all reflections of our, uh, of each other. We, we, how we perceive the world is a mirror image of how we perceive our, you know, ourselves. And, and if, if, you know, if I'm living in that blame and shame victim mode, then there's no introspection. There's no responsibility. And so if I get to see in this gradual process, the unfolding of where I live in my story, where, where I live in my victimhood, where I live in uh, the, the, the story of, of scarcity. You know, growing up, we feast and famine. I never knew sometimes where the food was gonna come from. I never knew, you know, but what we did have was consistent was love in our home. But I never knew that, you know, sometimes like food would just go away or we would have to move and my dad couldn't afford to pay the rent or, or we got into bankruptcy or so there's a lot of insecurity and instability in, in economics so what that taught me was nothing's permanent and so my commitment 
is limited because I feel like it's going to go away. And that showed up in my relationships. It shows up in my, you know, um, my career. Um, I feel like so, so, so it, it's a matter of processing through the experience and, and going through those exercises along the way where you're constantly looking at yourself and how you're showing up in the world. And that's the change. That's the transformation. And to understand that we don't change. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Well, just, we always, uh, just, for our, just for our audience, uh, this is Brian Davies, and, and he's, a, he's an actor, a director, a, uh, uh, I guess a mentor now officially, leader mentor. A, a coach. Acting coach, <laughs> acting coach, uh, a, bro- a brother in the creative arts, and I've had the privilege of being in a film and acting opposite this man, and it was really a privilege, and, and I got to watch him uh, almost win an Oscar for a film that he was in. And that's who we're talking to now, Brian Davis, and he's sharing his experiences with uh, what, what's the leadership group called? Hardcore Leadership. It's uh, about a three to five month. Pro- well, it's about a five month program. Um, and right now, because of COVID, we're doing the last two practices. My team is doing the last two practices online. We had our big uh, practice two last um, last week, and it was extraordinary. Extraordinary, and it was all online. It was crazy. The- what <laughs> defines extraordinary? Help us understand that. Um, you see how we're in these boxes right here? Uh-huh. And so when you're in a large group and you're in this big room, and you know this from working with, with TV and television and actors, is that we I get to see your truth living this close. Right. Right? So, right. so, so I, I get to experience what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're... I get to experience it through the lens of something that is this close, and that worked. Um, yeah, and that's why I think the on that that when we're living in possibility, and then like an online class right now for for writers, for actors, for directors, is is essential. And uh, you know, it, it's maintaining that support network, it's maintaining that community and and creative juices. So, so in, that moment, in the moment where, where you found that, I was just going to ask him about the, yeah, yeah, like, like what defined that group extraordinary moment uh, with the group of people online in this sort of a format? How did, what happened? Like, um, where people are, are, so when you're, when you have all this pressure, so, so this, this experience gives you an opportunity to, to experience yourself under, under multiple circumstances. And sometimes when we're under a lot of pressure, uh, whether it be career, financial, relationship, whatever, then that's where all of the our, our insecurities, all of our impurities just kind of come up, right? And so when we're under that kind of pressure and I'm simultaneously in a relationship with you and connecting with you and communicating with you, I can be aware of my own, uh, you know, those, those negativities that are coming up. Yeah. And I can be in love, generosity, and connection with you. So have it's a, it's about awareness of self, and that's that's really what's kind of rising to the rising to the top. And they're like, oh, wow, I see how I am 
source for all that's happening in my life. And is life happening to me or is life happening for me? Nice. You know? Very nice. You got anything to add to that, Suzanne? Well, I was going to ring the bell because life is... (laughs) Say it again, Brian. Is life Life, happening to me? Is life happening to me? Or for me? (laughs) Which... (laughs) Hopefully we are all realizing it's for me. Right now, it may not feel that way, right? <laughs> yeah, let's talk it about it. It might feel like life is happening to us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how 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 have you been able to break that down? Because oh my you know, gosh, we're Look. we're all been locked up a little bit. So, like I said, everything rises to the top, right? And if you if you can't look at your life right now and be willing to go introspective and go okay, the job that I hated always, that I stayed with because it gave me health insurance and provided for my family, just let me go. Do I play victim to that? Do I, or do I take the experience, learn from it? It was a job I hated anyway, can't control it. Now how can I take that and move it into something that generates positivity, generates connection and generosity in the world? Right now, there's so many opportunities for us to chill out, be introspective, and be in generosity that not look at it from that angle is, I feel like, a self-disservice. People get He said perspective is everything, but also people get into fight or flight when, you know, when I, I counsel people when they've lost a job or are in transition they get scared, but I'm always like, the universe is moving you from where you were to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the most unusual circumstances. We're all getting moved from where we were, whether it's a big shift or a little one, but we're all getting moved to a different space, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of exciting, you know? Yeah. If you think about it, new ideas. When you when you were talking about creativity, because I think, I can speak for myself, there's been a lot of like refinement of and organization within myself uh, seeing how I want to come out of this and where I want my attention focused and taking the time to like really shore up those infrastructures. There are building blocks on what's already existed, but it's getting adapted. You've got a vision that you're wanting to create something and then like you're well, establishing building blocks right now? I'm not really changing anything that I've been doing before, but in this, in this transition, all of a sudden I'm online with everyone. I'm like, which I kind of wanted to do before. <laughs> This also was forced upon me. Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm realizing I miss touch. I miss connectivity. So I have greater appreciation for my clients that come to see me. The other stuff that we've been building up with indie creators in the joy zone and all that stuff. A lot of the conversations, it's it's high-end conversation. To bring us into reality here in terms of how, like, Beyond's leadership, uh, fresh understandings, um, how those things are practically brought into our day-to-day moment-to-moment existence, dealing in a time that's quite stressful. And, and what I was hearing from you, Suzanne, is there was, everywhere you go, there's possibility. And that's kind of the vibe that I'm picking up from you. Right. And, and Tom, I mean, you, you just exude that. I can either be defined by what, or, or be limited by what I can't do and get caught up in that victim, or I can be responsible and say, hey, this is the circumstance that I've been given. How can I shift my perspective, my interpretation of those circumstances, and then be in the world of possibility. So if I'm in the world of possibility, then 
okay, that's not working, but this works. It's not right and wrong. It's about like, this works. Okay, awesome. So if I have a vision, you know, this is why indie film works so well is because if, if you have a vision and then you're open and you're flexible and you surround yourself with a team that has a similar vision and you staff with your DP and your, your AD and a group of people that are in line to create that vision, then you're gonna get thrown all these obstacles along the way. Those obstacles on indie film are blessings because you get to shift and be unique in the way you approach it. And sounds so like you're describing sounds like you're describing our craft as actors. I mean, between action and cut, we're just asked <laughs> to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Adaptation yeah. is sort of the the window into creation, right there. Mm -hmm. And going back to fight and flight, do I? Is that are, are those my only two choices? Right. Right. Like. You know, that's well, our... Yep. And flight, usually that's a nanosecond flight. in nature. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Yeah, fight or flight is instinctual, whereas our creative process seems to be divine. So op optimally, we're going from instinctual survival mechanisms into creativity. And it seems like when the creativity kind of, we get tired or something, we kind of resort back to the instinctual aspects of, of our natures, you know, like trying to survive and, and be creative while we try to survive and feed ourselves. And then we're optimal or divine we're we're in our creative spaces and we're able to see things as they are and and to be generous and to be kind and to help others whereas uh the instinctual aspect seems to be more grasping more self-centered just because well look at what this is this is presenting to so many people and you know i'm very fortunate that i i've sourced a, a home that has a big yard and uh housemates that that garden and we all get along and my partner, two dogs, two cats, I, I have a great setup. I'm very grateful for it. Like you, I miss, I'm missing, I wanna throw a big party <laughs> and like, you know, just hug everybody. Um, I just want everybody to be naked to just get close enough to each other that you just, <laughs> just need some humanity all over me. Because when you're on set, that I humanity is just moving like this. If I'm directing yeah. a live show, then that it's all moving like this. And you can just get that energy. And the introvert in me needs to go home and like regroup. But I'm I kind of at my wit's end about that. <laughs> You're so ready for a utilize, <laughs> So I have gratitude for where I'm at. I'm I'm lucky. And um I and and there's people, and this is where generosity gets to come into play, is there are people in situations that are whether the kids and this breaks my heart and and i'll try not to i mean if i do i might just start bawling but there are kids right now in an environment that would the only safe place for them to go the only place that they could get food was school the only place right. away from abuse was school yeah 
and there are women and, and men that are in abusive relationships where all of that is like they're in that right now. So yeah. where can I be available to be to be support and generous in that experience? Um, that's, that's really cool. That's right. cool. Well, I'm noticing that in and amongst even my neighbors, you know, the the first couple of weeks of this uh, um, stay at home order was was hectic for a lot of people. A lot of people really could hear a lot of yelling and screaming around in the neighborhood. But as I go outside <laughs> today, I hear those same people talking civilly to each other and sort of understanding parameters and uh, sort of re-seeing each other for the first time. And, and it's kind of cool to sort of watch the little, the, the, the grand lila, the grand play of life sort of unfold around you and watch people adapt. And I think Americans overall are really doing a wonderful job and, and, and we're keeping our heads on our shoulders and we're just, you know, we're anxious, but I think everybody on the whole, I'm pretty proud to be an American actually. Yeah. Well, look, we have so many things. That, I mean, we're we're lucky that we're a wealthy company. Uh, company. We're a wealthy. <laughs> kind of company. Uh, uh, <laughs> we kind of <laughs> are. A <laughs> um, little slip. <laughs> but we're a wealthy that you know that our taxes have generated the availability for us to be supported in a time of crisis and a time of emergency. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know there's. You know that's what they're there for you know if, if this was a war or if this was something else i mean we pay those taxes we pay those things so that we can be supported in times like this and you know i think that there's a lot to be grateful for a lot of countries don't have that a lot of people are in you know bunkered down in shacks right now suzanne how have you been how have you been has your life sort of changed due to this isolation or this it's sort of, it's sort of like, it's, it's still, it's isolation, but it's only the idea of isolation. They haven't really isolated anybody, but well, I mean, how, how, yeah, the so the positive effects, well, it doesn't have to be positive and uh, ne negative, negative actually reflects probably all of our journeys at some point along the line here. So, well, the, the things I've noticed that are positive is that I'm getting to cook, you know, every night, uh, and take the space and realize that I can do that even when we go back to reality because I love cooking. Uh, but sometimes I'm itching to go out uh, and realizing that that dynamic allows all of us to be a little bit more, have more time to do what we're doing, like put into our creative endeavors. I would have actually loved just to meditate for the past six weeks or four weeks. I'm actually busier than I've ever been. And so I feel a little tired and might need a vacation after this is over. But, and then on the sad side, you know, going to the supermarket is a sad experience for me. Finally, I went into Trader Joe's and felt good about it. But um, the, the, the life fun of food has kind of shifted. And of course that can change with perspective, but seeing bare shelves and there's some psychology and then feeling everyone's sadness and kind of in masks and gloves is a little austere for me. Um, but, you know, like, you know, I'm get I'm a couple blocks on the beach, get a walk around and be outside. So I'm not in some big hardship, but psychologically, I'm finding being even on these devices is a little much for me that I, I prefer just being with people. Mm -hmm. So that's a good awareness, though. So I can springboard some of those ideas I was having. Now I know I have the ability to interface this way, but I also think I'll welcome to see more people versus trying to like make it virtual.
that's, got, that's an exciting. Yeah, I got to tell you, it's, a, it's my, you know, it's probably a, hopefully a once, once in a lifetime event, hopefully for everybody. Um, <laughs> but I, I, can, I can remember what my feeling of seeing that first empty shelf in Whole Foods. I was like, oh my God. There was a few at uh, Ralph's, a lot of empty shelves, which was interesting when I was. Yeah, but it. I mean, that's that's culture shock. That's like an insight into like a second or a third world country. Like that's like, that's what those people face every day. And here we are, you know, walking into a space for the first time and wondering what's going on and what's going to happen. And um, I think there was a certain high degree of uncertainty in and amongst everybody in our business beyond the, the entertainment business is not supposed to go back into production till september are you concerned about that in terms of just what, what's going to happen to our industry dude i wasn't working last year anyway it didn't matter <laughs> <laughs> you were in your lull you were in the lull Brianna. the last job the last acting job i got was on narcos mexico that was last january however what I've been able to experience, I directed a play last year. You know, there's just been a lot of other opportunities. This leadership has really shifted my whole approach to a lot of things, leadership and entertainment, um, how I show up as a producer, et cetera. Like, it's just ex giving me a lot more exposure to what's possible. You know, it's, 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 I get to look at myself in this process. I get to really dive in and say, how am I, how have I been showing up? How do I, you know, some things that have come up for me was, um, you know, generosity is a big thing for me right now. And, you know, I, I, I set the word at the beginning of the year about around abundance. A few things that have come up for me around generosity is what is generosity and generosity is love and love is no expectations and love and generosity is no, uh, not expecting anything in return in terms of I do this, so I'm keeping score or there's collateral or even in way of. I'm doing this and I know at some point it's gonna come back around to me. Like even that is is there's collateral in that. You give to give. You get be in leadership right. to be in leadership. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. So, so, you, so, so listen, Brian, you're such a like, a, you're like, to me, you're like, I, I love uh, your energy so so wonderful. What what does what a day in the life of Brianna look like? So I wake up in the morning what, what, and I just say, what do I want to create in the world? You do? Aww, I yeah. like that. You yeah. do? Okay. You literally <laughs> say that. Yeah. Where's the belt? Wait, I'm gonna, wait, wait it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my studio, so. <laughs> so you wake up, your eyes open, and you, and you, and you say, what do I, what do I want to, you know, and look, it's not like every morning I'm out of bed, oh, I want to create this. You know, it's not like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh my God, oh, really? You know, and, and. Well, we. I, you know, I did have, you know, a few glasses of wine the night before and waking up the next morning is not so easy. Um, but. But yeah, it's like when I take it off of me, when I take it off of my scarcity or, or what's not happening for me or what's not happening, what all the things are happening to me, when I take it off of that, then I, and I put it out into, okay, how can I be of service today? 
How can I, how can I be available? How can I say yes? Um, and then basically like you, Suzanne, I, I, I've been busier in the last three weeks than I've been in months because I committed to being in generosity. And so I'm like helping a friend edit a video for a show she's doing. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm uh, supporting and mentoring. We got, um, I supported Anthony getting his studio up online, the whole thing's online, just in complete generosity. That's awesome. And the, the gratitude that I receive from so many different perspectives is just that just, oh, yes. Like this is what it's about. That's cool. Yeah. So you wake up, you say that, you get out of bed. What time you get out of bed? Mom? Well, lately I've been, it's been like eight. And then, and then you yeah. jump in the shower. You, uh, you, you, so what's your mindset? He's like, no. I've been taking a shower every other day. I think I put deodorant on once in the past month. Love yeah, it. Are, are, are you not chasing like a particular vibe? Like ultimately, like if you're looking, you wake up looking to like, work towards a particular state of mind or are you just finding that in the actions that you're taking? Be that, man. Intellectual at first. Once I say, okay, what is my vision? Like one of my visions, this is my... What's your vision board? Show us. That's my vision board. Wow, he does have a vision board. Oh, wow. I, I saw an up. Instagram post of a vision board that was all white. <laughs> yeah. This that's was not on my vision board. So that's it. And so if that's my vision, if that's my vision, my vision is to feel joy, feel laughter, feel love, feel a home that's that's warm and inviting. Then I get to be all those things every day. That's a that's a really little picture, and we're got, we're on the radio, but but let's go into <laughs> that how that vision board works. So what what he had what he showed was a was a was a was a cork board full of images and. Was there poetry and writing on there as well? Yeah. So Michael's has. Oh, go ahead. There you go. <laughs> that, you, that you can do like that, and then. Oh, nice! It's like in Staples, I think, has those. Yeah. So he's got a bunch of pictures. So what he's doing. He's opening it's a up a science pieces. board. He's opening yeah, up a so, science board. It unfolds into three pieces, and he's got it's huge, and he's got all these pictures, all uh, pictures and symbols, and what, what is that one in the middle there? What's that? So right here in the circle, this is the, this is the um, world like your life graph. So you have spirituality, finances, environment, uh, relation, significant other, education, uh, relationships, health, and career. And so then each chart. one of these aspects is a vision and a feeling and a sensory that you want to incorporate into uh, your 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 vision, right? Um, for each one of those parts. So health, real significant other, travel, career, home, stuff So like what, what Brian has here, he has a pie chart in the middle with all these wonderful things. And then outside the pie, he's got images of what each one of those slices of the pie signifies to him. And and that's a one, that's a great tool, Brian. That's like, I have an idea of what that does for you, but by having the images and seeing it every day, uh, how does that reinforce the... How does that reinforce what you want to do? Is it, is it just the power of suggestion of those images that sort of help you manifest? Is that what's happening there? Yeah, and, and, and trusting. So it's, it's really the step around vision. I, I've just always practiced this and it's been crazy. So you have, you have a vision. What do I want my life? And use all your senses to create that vision. What do I want my life to feel like? How do I want to be respected in the industry? How do I want to feel around in my relationships? How do I want to, you know, how do I want to live my life? You know, 
each day, because sometimes, you know, the Capital One calls, you know, or whatever, and, and, and you know, like, your you get, you're like, I just got enough money to save up all this money is over here. And then they're like, I see your money and I'm going to take it. And then you're like, why do I have to pay my credit card registration now? Because But it's the COVID, so you can have a month off. <laughs> Let's let's give our let's let's give our audience let let's give our audience that insight, Brian, because I'm sure not everybody has like a pie chart with a bunch of images on a on a big board that reinforce uh, reinforce your what your values are, which help you manifest what that what is on that board. So, and it's like the nuance the nuance of suggestion. I mean, you're really using the power of suggestion to op- keep the mind on track and keep it open to what these possibilities are. And I think that's really fabulous. T- tell us how you came up with that. Vision boards, I mean, I think I've done it since I was 19. Before I went to, before I moved to New York the first time, I had the map uh, of, or no, I, before I moved to LA from New York, I had the map going across the country in my room and I just drew the map. So I visualized <laughs> myself making that you know, move and it happened years later. And then all the way to like 2007, I think I missed in this last time I, got, I was on you guys show, like 2007, I had wanted, I want, I was committed to uh, going to the Oscars. I was committed to winning an Oscar. Almost did it. <laughs> by 2015. I like how you say committed. I like how you say committed. That's a key factor because- That's it. You can't, it's like, like, and, and, you can't dream. <laughs> and see, that's where, yeah. I mean, the dream is the vision and, the, and that's, that's a sign. Yeah. You know, how that makes you feel, oh my God, that gets me excited. Then I'm gonna, like, there's something to that. Like, if you feel an emotion around something, whether it be a negative, like, triggered emotion, that's something you get to work on. And then if it's something that excites you and thrills you and scares you, then that's also something you get to get to, get to work on. It's around integrity and complete clarity with what you want your life to look at and look like and if you aren't clear with that then it's so easy to get well this job is safe and they give me health insurance i i know this doesn't have anything to do with over here but i'm gonna do this because i don't have clarity around my vision and, and belief and and who i am in that picture right yep so we don't know how, how are you defining how are you defining integrity because that's like a, a universal term that permeates every culture, and uh, th- to me, that's a that's a really fascinating word because uh, uh, how how are you defining that? What is your value system? So, what are the top like three things that you value in other people in the world? Like, what are three things? Well, three things I value in other people. I value uh, their patience. I value their intuitive wisdom, and I and value I value their individuality. So what I'm hearing you say is that you value um, wisdom, you value openness, vulnerability, and you you value a person's individual, uh, their, their uniqueness. Yes, yeah. And so in, in that is a, a value system of integrity, like that you hold as inside of integrity, right? So a person that is unique and individual and themselves and authentic uh, people that reach out and ask questions, people that 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 are not closed-minded, they're open 
to learning and growing, those are those are values that you hold dear. So, so if within my, that there's integrity. Within that yeah. there's an integral yeah. perspective. You're using yeah. it in terms of an integral perspective. Yeah. Cool. Okay, gotcha. That's yeah. valuable. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Well, and that's very helpful because I think a lot of people use the word integrity as like a blanket they want to throw over everything but it's really rooted in these other things that's like the secret sauce within the integrity yeah well yeah integrity like like there's so many different de definitions but but the, in the Tao teaching the te is the integrity that's what that literal interpretation is in te um it's a cultivated energy within an individual through that attains that through right action and so it's interesting brian's definition uh, touches on that through proper perspective, <laughs> which is indicative of right action. Yeah, and, interesting. And those, those those values, um, those those are what that you you want to create those for people in the world. You want to create those. You want to generate that way of being in the world. So you want to be wise. You want to be um, unique and authentic. Um, and and there's a price that you how you, you get to be willing to pay that price of if I'm going to be authentically myself, then I might get made fun of. I might get rejected. I might get, I mean, we as actors going through this all the time, artists have to go through it all the time. Then there's that price of possible rejection. There's that price of being excluded. Um, so we get to be willing to pay the price and the, the big, the big payoff is much better, and it's probably something bigger than we can even imagine. Uh, ideally, Absolutely. ideally, as you as you observe our culture and like you observe what's going on around you from an artist's perspective, um, wh wh what do you wish for us as a as a world, as a country, as a as a, as a people? Did you see something that uh, you have a vision so for I, us? If I were let's let's take this from two perspectives. That's a great question. If I was to close myself off and just see the world from only my perspective then i would go how can you not want to stop for a second be with your family learn a new thing just chill out we've gotten free like just chill out stay home <laughs> right clean your house like, and, I, and i think if you don't want to do that then what's wrong with your house why don't you want to be there? Why don't you want to clean it up? Why do you not want to be with your husband or wife? Well, you get to look at that. Yeah. Hey, so, man. I love so it. The, and then the person that is that is looks at it from other perspectives. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Like, look at your sh Look at your sh <laughs> Look at your sh Boil that down because I was just laughing too much. <laughs> what were the three steps to that? You got the crawdad boiled down. <laughs> Deal with your sh People are afraid to be responsible. Wow.
That's that's huge, man. Because <laughs> then they have to be because then they have to be accountable. Yes. Oh my god. I've seen a lot of that a lot of ostriches right now. Because it's scary. It's scary to be responsible, you know? Yeah. Even in your vision board, it's scary to commit. Like, oh, I want to, I want to win an Oscar. It's, it's scary to commit to that because you have to put a lot of effort towards that. So that vision, but that vision board's a whole segment by itself because that's <laughs> so much good. There's stuff a lot of it. stuff on there. There's a lot of stuff in terms <laughs> of just stuff, but the power of suggestion, universal values, and then making that more specific with the imagery around the wheel, that pie wheel with the different values in it. That's powerful, Brion. That's and, oh, and that's a. That's a very that's a cool uh, thing that you shared there. That's a that's an intimate aspect of of your power. And so I was going to say, like Brian, if you can't you can't see Brian because he's a he's on the radio, but he's a handsome handsome guy, and he looks like he's fit. He looks like he eats well, well spoken. Got the Corona like twenty. I just gained. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. Me too. But that, I was doing that burpees before we got, got on. Energy, he's got the energy of a fourteen-year-old, and, uh, uh, and and he's an artist to his to his core. And I, I love how you're serving your community with uh, your innate leadership capacity. And that's uh, that's what you did, by the way. That's what you brought to our shoot as well. That's what you brought to Michael Hayda's Avenged is your leadership. Because the moment you joined that ensemble of actors, you, you made us all better. And without you, it would have been a whole nother experience. What a um, brilliant team of team of actors, though. I mean, just everybody, just just brilliant, committed. I mean, from my experience, everybody on that team was through the roof, just available and there. And well, I was there before it. you showed up, and when you showed up, you you locked you locked and loaded everybody. You gave us permission to to be, and that's. And, and, and that in itself is, a, is an aspect of a true leader. And uh, uh, that concept of leadership and how do we go about managing that? And, you know, the lead in a film is simply somebody that the audience wants to follow. And, and, and through their journey, we, we, we tell the story. And uh, a good Hollywood lead is exactly like a, a, a true leader because we want to follow them. We can't, can't take our eyes off them. And, and you've definitely got that quality in spades. And that's and that's why we got you on the show because you're a special guy. You know, well, thanks, and I, I want to go from leading to committing to sitting in your Can you share how, when you sit in it, what's possible? Because a lot of people right now, they can't escape, right? So they can either just continue to allow the tension to rise and the things they're uncomfortable with or they could resolve them. If you can share a little bit with the listeners, what's possible? Oh gosh, well, that's it. I mean, what, what is possible? And it's, it's oh, there's so much to that question. There's so much because- you got three minutes to do it in. You get to be, so ask yourself what is possible. Am I living in fear? Am I living in limitations? Am I living in the story that's back here? Or am I going to go, no more of this, what is possible? Clean my house. I don't have a job. <laughs> what can I create? How can I be generous today? What can I give, give, give? And then suddenly it's not about you anymore. And inevitably you, you, you get to create abundance because if everybody's in that generosity flow, then nobody's going to be without. Right. But that's just a, that's just an uh, evolved spiritual 
concept. And I'm not saying there can't be billionaires, there can't be millionaires. I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is that you get to live in the world of possibility. Possibility and, and generosity. I like those two together. Yeah, and, and and my question, I would love to go to some of the some of these people who are experiencing the they're wanting to rally against the stay-at-home orders and stuff like that. I want to go to their house and I want to look at their house. And is your house in order? <laughs> is your house in order? Why do you not want to be Leon, there? Leon, are you little OCD? <laughs> no. Look, no, I'll show you. Like this is like I've been no, this is creative is vomiting all over. I mean, well, I just, think the reason However, go ahead, keep going. I do style flex into my my OCD. I do when I need to be analytical, detailed. Yeah, don't ask me to spell. Organization is good though. Then that that has to do with creating space and to allow other things to happen when you're organized. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, my question would be, why do you not want to be home? And then that's mm. something you get to. Well, I think the question back to you would be, why don't you want to keep your constitutional rights or your freedoms? I think a, there's a big dialogue around that whole movement where people are standing up. That's probably a really a whole show's worth of conversation. Yeah. There's possibilities I'm, in both, and and that might not be the best way to get their point across. You know, even like some of the local cities, they filled the skate parts with sand, where instead they could have went out and had a conversation with the skaters, and maybe they could have got them empowered to think of a solution on how they could skate, but still honor what is needed, you know, yeah. for their exercise and stuff like that. So well, the question <laughs> is, am I making this out of fear or am I making this out of? Right. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's a core way to get to the, the root of the matter. Right. And I think that right now, because there's so many things we don't know, we get to trust that this part of the process is one that is with the intention of taking care of us. And I don't want to be a person. So my aunt is a security uh, guard in Austin and she she's working and she's in her seventies and she doesn't have the best, best health. So if people right. are crowding her and she's coming into contact with, I mean, they're taking all these precautions. Nobody's, nobody's profit is worth my, the life of my aunt. Yeah. It depends on what you want yeah. to call liberty and you want to call freedom. I'm grateful that I live in a country that gives me the freedom and liberty to be at home. Yeah. And it's providing, yeah, I mean, you can look at it to provide me with the resources that is going to prevent other people from getting killed, sick, or dying. That's my interpretation of freedom. <laughs> wow, yeah. I get to live in a country where my taxes go to take care of me. Cool, yeah. that's a yeah. great concept. And here's the thing, too people want to work, people want to be creative. Do we go, oh, I can't do my normal job anymore, or oh, you know what? I'm gonna go garden in the backyard, or I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be creative in some other way. Well, yeah, I think there's definitely been, a, work. I think there's definitely been a creative <laughs> renaissance given this time off for everybody, though. I don't think people will go back to their old jobs. I think people are thinking of uh, uh, options. I think. People might opt out to stay at home with their families or at least have a parent stay home with the kids. Or uh, uh, I think they'll probably, I think we have intrinsically gained the tremendous amount by looking, being forced to look each other in the face and, and rediscover each other for the first time. For that, There's I think- definitely I, been a lot of possibilities. I, I think I've discovered some of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never at a loss as to what to do when I when I when I'm not bothered, and I know exactly what to do. I write, you know, I write. Yeah. I get things done that I should have already gotten done. So, well, I mean, 
I was like, good not to be bothered. I could be on, I could be, I could be uh, locked indoors for the next 10 years and still not get it all done. So I appreciate it. But listen, we got, we got one minute. Let's, let's, yeah. let's wrap, let's wrap Brian up. And listen, I so appreciate your presence. And when you're done your with enthusiasm. your leadership. Uh, you guys, it's called hardcore leadership. I, I, I'd love to talk to each of you about it. It's one of the coolest experiences i mean i've had a lot of them and it's one of the coolest experiences and just as in in the world uh, that you guys are both uh the the worlds that you generate the, the the mentorship the teaching the the it's just another in-depth resource for nice. just all your gold just coming to the top it's just beautiful incredible. and how do they the listeners get a hold of you to explore hardcore leadership so there's a website called Hardcore Leadership, but I'm happy to have a vision conversation with anybody. Um, and a vision conversation just looks like, what do you want? Like, what do you want your life to be like? Who do you want to be? Who do you believe? What do you believe is possible? Um, and I'm absolutely, I email me. Look, this is where I'm at in generosity. DavisBrion at gmail.com or you can Facebook, uh, you can Facebook me, um, or Instagram, private direct message, Instagram, direct message. And, okay. and we'll Davis put the link. Brion at gmail.com. Do what? And, and, that, and then he's offering, he's offering to, to, to share his little vision, how he goes about, not little vision, how he helps you find your vision. And that's, that's, that's quite a gift. That's quite a, a generous offering, my friend. Any, anything else close? I don't even want to say goodbye to you. I'll miss you. <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye either. I love you guys. We got a, we got a, we, we got love Saul you. David. It's so fun to Saul see David. you. We got Saul David Ray coming up, who, who's an extraordinary yogi. And uh, uh, and then I write it directly after that. We got to rush to Hollywood and go deliver deep dish Chicago pan pizzas from Hollywood pies to the nurses that are busting their butts. Yes. We're doing that as soon as we're over here. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna, you know, of course take some pictures and do that. But so we That's got That's what Saul I'm talking next. about. We got Solid Max, then we got Hollywood Pies and Hollywood. Yeah, Max it's gonna be that. fun. And uh, so we've got our next two hours are gonna be action packed and we're gonna try to try to try to do that. But you've definitely added to the upswing of our joy zone, my friend. You've created the joy zone. Your mere presence and leadership on this planet is we're lucky to have you. Lucky to have you guys. I love you both yeah. very much. Yeah, Can't thank you. Love you, you Brian. Thank person. you. I know we want invited to the party. Yes, grill yes. <laughs> it all. Woo! I wish I could show you the outside. It's beautiful. We have a big garden. Oh, nice. That's great. Well, put right. us on put us on the list, and we'll we'll be there. All right. Awesome. All right. Take, Take care. You. I love you guys. Love Peace. you. So very wonderful. Like he's still got that mojo. He's got more mojo going on than he did last time we talked to him. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of, um, he was reminding me of my friend Nipun, who runs an organization called Service Space, that radical generosity uh, is like, a, I think, a, a little bit addicting. Like, you start participating in it, and you want to do more, and you find different ways to do it. And then you see the magic of, of what the results of that are, you know. Not what, like, and, and just to our audience, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's an artist to his bones and the arts, any participation in the arts, it was really an invitation to getting into these higher states of joy. And the, yes. the arts in themselves, when an individual is fully immersed in their art, is just a, a joy zone. So whether you're playing the guitar or whether you're pursuing acting Absolutely. or whether you're actually acting or whether you're 
painting or sketching or taking photographs or just sitting and appreciating your family in a quiet moment, <clears throat> watching the nuances of their of their behavior. Uh, art, an artist in life or the art of living is um, is really the the macrocosm that the microcosm of the arts have to offer us. It really shows us how to live. And he's an example of taking it from the stage, from the camera, and bringing it directly into his life, into his community. Love it. Absolutely. And it's beautiful to see him continue to enrich himself. I think, you know, you're really great at that. You constantly are uh, creating and innovating yourself uh, and never kind of ending on that note. So. I think that must come with the creative arts. Being an actor, uh, director, uh, inspired to keep pursuing personal improvement and things you can add on top. Well, what's cool is that he's participating in a group. And a lot of times as an artist, you can isolate yourself just between you and you and your craft and not, not really engage other people. And the, the, what people forget is that getting out into the world and sharing your gift uh, even just with a friend is a beginning and then getting into a group and participating with a group is the learning cycle where you that that is uh, one of the key secrets to mastery is uh, your personal study your personal understanding of yourself and then sharing that with somebody and then getting into the group context and it's that rhythm of first line work second line work third line work that allows for a master to emerge and uh, um uh, a master in leadership and master in love, a master in life. <laughs> you know, that those are that's a pretty good thing to be a master of. Absolutely. Can't have enough of that. No. <laughs> it's good to have. Well, who do we got? So we got Saul David Ray coming up, huh? Yeah, he's wow. um, coming in, I think, now. He's a master himself uh, in yoga, bhakti, uh, song wisdom well, I, think I think it's i think the real gift is that as he chants he teaches his groups how to how to follow along and that's such a that's such a skill to teach the uh to, to teach that to teach these ancient chants to uh an audience that doesn't speak the language or have any idea what the hell the thing means <laughs> And before you're yeah. done with one of his chants, well, yeah, you fully he know really you have a grasp of what it is you're saying. You're chanting. Yep. Right? Yeah. He's, yep. He's great at creating a choir in his classroom, you know? That's what it yeah, feels. He used to have that great class in Venice that was on Sundays. And it was always packed. It was. I always loved going to it. And I was in that was, class. Uh, at the end, and it was just so nice. Felt like he went to church on all levels. Well, well for me, he's been an extraordinary mentor and... Uh, Every time I, I see him, so I'm excited to, to have him come on to gain a little bit more insight into this extraordinary guy. These are all the legs of yoga that you participate in too. You, you touch on that. This, you have this in your practice and in your, in your healing art. Absolutely. Um, all the legs of yoga. Oh, he's in the waiting room. Hold on. Uh, it's all David Ray coming on. We've got him on KLBP 99.1 FM um, right here in Long Beach. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio, on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani.